welcome to Season 3 of the What's Next podcast. I'm your host, Kareem Kanji. To help us celebrate Black History Month, we're bringing to you two conversations with leaders in our industry. Today, I'm speaking with Leon Clark, Vice President and General Manager at the EW Scripps Company. My name is Leon Clark. I'm Vice President and General Manager of the ABC Affiliate for the EW Scripps Company in San Diego, California. Leon, uh, good morning and thanks for joining me today. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Nice to uh, finally have a conversation with you. Likewise. Uh, so tell me, uh, you're you're in uh, California uh, okay. with uh, EW Scripps. How did you arrive there? What was your role before? Well, I've been with the company about eight and a half years. And actually, I came to Scripps through a merger purchase that they purchased a company that I was with uh, and um, just sort of like moved from there uh, immediately. And I oversaw their radio division and uh, their TV division. And eventually we sold off the radio division and I just stayed with the television division. So as I was doing some research, Leon, on on yourself and the company and the work that you guys have done, I, I ran across a program or information about a program that you ran a couple of years ago about implicit bias. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, read how um, you know how proud you were of of uh, having the opportunity uh, to be with a company that's running this program. And so I was curious uh, about you know maybe you could share a little about what this program was all about. And, you know, the importance of conducting such a program. Well, one of the beauties of being with the company, and it was why I chose the company, even the one that was uh, that that they purchased, they both had the same philosophy, which was really important for me. Uh, We're very much a people driven, culture driven company. We always have been. And that was important for me. I I. I remember Oprah said something a long time ago, you know, what do you know for sure? Hmm. And it's something that I use a lot in my life. And it's what I always challenge my people with as well. And that is, what do you know for sure? And one of the things I knew for sure is that wherever I worked, the next company I worked for, I really wanted a company that valued their people, that really trusted their people, empowered their people, but also had a value system that, uh, really aligned with mine. And that was a value system that included courage and compassion and curiosity for all of the things that uh, that Scripps uh, does uh, value and also community. And part of that is really how do you understand the community in which you work every day, but also the community in which you go and represent every single day. Yeah, And that is how... Uh, that's, I think, one of the reasons why I felt the uh, implicit bias um, uh, seminars were really so important. And it was a, it was a week long uh, uh, set of seminars. And we, I think we ended up having about 16 different uh, speakers and different programs, et cetera, uh, to really embrace the likeness but the differentness as well uh, of our team that we that we work with every single day and i think what's important is we were involved in the edi 
I don't want to use the word movement necessarily, but we believe as a company in equity, diversity, inclusion before it became sort of the buzzword over the last okay. couple of years. And so if you really take a look back at the company, you will see that we were doing things that really led us to this. So when we got to this point, I thought that uh, the reason I felt so passionate about it was I, I felt it really opened up the opportunity for really honest dialogue. Uh, giving people a safe space, which is often so important and yet uh, is undervalued and mm -hmm. underused sometimes. And we also had these great opportunities for people to share their stories, which often when you share your story, you think it's just your story. But uh. the reality is that it's the story of many. You're just the one that has been given the voice to share. So those are just some of the reasons why I thought it was so important. And we continue that to this day. We Every year we have a week-long session for EDI, but that's just not, that's just the, the, the week that we sort of dedicate to that. But we're involved in this process every single day of our lives. Wow. I was going to ask you about, you know, sitting up here in Canada, uh, I am most familiar with a brand through the Scripps National Spelling Bee. Mm -hmm. Um and so I was going to ask you, you know, you've, you've got the spelling bee. There's the uh, I think it's give a child a book program. Uh -huh. I was going to ask you why these are important. But I, I think you've sort of answered, uh, you know, that question as well in terms of, you know, Scripps is, is, is a company that values people, uh, that values culture and understands that, you know, by building this internally, uh, it helps the people to really thrive. Uh, they really do. The I am a huge proponent of the If You Give a Child a Book campaign and also the Spelling Bee. Those are a sort of part of our philanthropic end, which is the Scripps Howard Foundation, yeah. which is based uh, primarily of those uh, whose last names are Scripps or Howard. <laughs> but, uh, but I'm also on the board of the foundation, uh, the, of the Scripps Howard Foundation. I have been for the last three years. And what we are at our core, other than when we're talking about our people, we are a journalism company. So that sort of infuses everything that we do. If you take a look at our assets, either in our national brands, you know, we own Bounce and several other uh, companies. We just morphed Newsy into our new news format, uh, our local media, which I'm a part of. Uh, everything is really in sort of embraced in this idea of journalism. So when you talk about, if you give a child a book campaign, what's so crucial, important for me, and I say this continually every year, I believe that reading is fundamental. It shouldn't be the privilege of few. It should hmm. be, everyone should have that opportunity. Unfortunately, as we know, that's not necessarily the case. And so we really decided, how can we, what can we take that we know as a company is sort of intrinsic in who we are and part of our value system and be able to really branch off and help as many people as possible. What's important for us with this, I would just say to you, Kareem, as well, is that we have targeted only Title I schools because Title I schools are the most underserved schools in the U.S. They get the less fund, they get the least amount of funding. They uh, normally have situations that and I've seen this continually. We just uh, gave away about, um, uh, I don't know, 
5,000 books uh, here in San Diego on a Title I school a couple of weeks ago. And for some of these students, these are the first books they've ever had that they will own themselves, that they can pick, they can pick from the book fair because we work in partnership with Scholastic and they will be able to take those books home. And think about it for you or for me, where I didn't have to worry that I wasn't going to be able to read. I didn't have to worry that I wouldn't have books. That was just a given in my family and in my life and in my in my school. So when you see these children who are for the first time owning this, it's one of the most, it's, it's very heartening. And I always tear up every year when I see it, but that is who we are. That's part of why it's so important. And then you look at the spelling bee. The spelling bee is a franchise that we've had forever and it really speaks to who we are again at, at our core but it all comes back to being a pure journalism company and culture and caring about our people and making sure that whatever we're doing we're doing it in a way that is going to be intentional that is going to be thoughtful and that is going to do the most good leon it is uh, black history month uh here in canada and, the, and in the u.s what does this month particularly mean to you on a personal level? That's always a tough one for me because being um, a black male, for me, every month is Black History Month. <laughs> but uh, it is. Uh, but but I, I say that say that really seriously, but, you know, maybe tongue in cheek. But with that said, uh, it is really wonderful to have a month that we can really recognize uh, the contributions of those who came before us, our ancestors, those that a lot of time taking away me as a black man, but those who are not people of color may not really know the history of certain things that have happened in the U.S. that was really led by someone who was a person of color. So being able to highlight those moments during the course of the month, I think is really good. And it's wonderful for uh, students of all ages and, 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 um, and, and also people who aren't African-American to give them sort of a glimpse into um, our culture, our history. And I, um, I find it very valuing and very rewarding. So. Thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't pick your brain about about media mm -hmm. um, with your work uh, with scripts. You know, you've worked with scripts. You've worked with many organizations, uh, not just in journalism, but you've done stuff in radio, obviously, television, digital. Mm -hmm. um, what about the future excites you about this industry? Uh, what excites me is just continued technology. Uh, especially on the streaming platforms and really how do you really work that with linear broadcast because linear broadcast is not going away, but it's really what can we do uh, from a digital aspect to really marry that and make sure that whatever you're doing is really being um, there's a nice synergy between both. Often what you find is you'll find those who are working in linear broadcast, they sort of have just looked at digital as an offshoot and just are like thrown things on as opposed to really embracing it and figuring out how can you really make this work uh, to your advantage. So that that's really what uh, one of the things that I'm 
very excited about. And then there's all this new technology that, that continually keeps coming up that will allow us to, um, I think, to really embrace the the nonlinear format even stronger than we than we have before. The next two to three years are really going to be very, very, very interesting. We have seen, we have seen though that there have been some companies, some organizations that have maybe embraced the digital and streaming platforms, et cetera, maybe too quickly. And um, and so, which is why, you know, Disney yesterday announced that they're laying off 7,000. Google has laid off. Meta, Facebook has laid off in, in Instagram. So what we want to do, no matter what it is, we want to be very thoughtful and intentional always about it so we can just be sure that um, what we're doing is going to be best for our people, uh, both for the people internally, but also for those, our viewers, uh, every single day. But I'm, I'm excited. Um, yeah, we'll see. Awesome. We just took a look at the future. Let's take a quick look back. Um, mm. Your proudest moment, professionally or personally? Mm. I, I don't know. I, <laughs> no, I, I guess my, my just my proudest moment is being able to do something that I'm so passionate about and that I love every day. I'm really I come from a family that really believed in giving back. And so my proudest moments are always those moments that I'm able to give back to either my community through my company or to the people I work with. I never say work for the people I work with. I, I, I hate when say, well, someone works for me. No, they work with you. So I'm always so those are my proudest moments. Because I'm of the belief and I'm not looking for the accolades because their success ultimately is my success. So those are my proudest moments, I would say. Thank you so much, Leon. This has been a pleasure speaking with you uh, and an honor to meet you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. You have a great day. You as well. Okay. Well, bye bye. The What's Next podcast is a production of Active International, the global leader in corporate trade. Active's trading model has enabled brands to maximize the value they receive for assets, increase their return on ad spend, and generate funding for unbudgeted expenses. To learn more about how Active can help you receive full value for assets on your books and turn it into funding for your media plan, contact us at activeinternational.com or click on the show notes.